1: Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changes podcast episode. Where today I've got a new guest. We've got a new guest, a lady by the name of Cathy Catty is originally from France, now firmly residing in the UK. Cathy, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul.
0: Good morning, everyone.
1: And Thank you very much for having me. Absolute pleasure, Cathy. Absolute pleasure. And I say that, listeners, because Catty is a ray of sunshine, you know, her old personality. I've had the pleasure of meeting her personally, you know, her old energy, her outlook on life. Despite one or two challenges along the way, she's come out the other side smiling and she's truly an inspiration. So I'm looking forward to this metaphoric dance between us just to, you know, as we share one or two insights around this, uh, this game of life that we're involved with. So, um, OK, so maybe a good starting point, Katy. two words, soulful leaders. What do those two words mean to you?
0: What do they mean? Mm. Um, it's um, it's a group I'm involved in at the moment, which gives you a perception, you know, a deep a deep understanding, basically, of um, understanding yourself uh, a deeper level which you might not think of on a daily basis uh, and uh, it's, it's a group of people which we've all got the same intention to help others and also uh, say, to understand ourselves better and to help others mm. in, in, um, in that journey of learning.
1: And to help each other's so that comes and, and certainly, you know, the conversations, one of the many threads of conversations, Caty, you and I have had, has um, been a ring contribution, hasn't it? And isn't it fair to say, um, and I'm going to ask you this question, and in fact, I'm going to make a statement and then ask you to comment on it. And I've, I've used this statement many times before, listeners, you cannot give what you do not have. Katie is that true?
0: That's a very hard one for me, even though I kind of know the answers of what it should be. <laughs> it's, um, I think it's, I've always been, you know, from experience, I've always gave more to people than I have myself. Mm. Um, not, I don't know, I just think, I've got the, I had that look in life where you, you know, it was more, uh, I don't know, your life is about other people, people that's involved in your life and you just want to make people happy and, and in that journey, you kind of forget about yourself in a way, not Mm. realizing until, until, you know, sometimes um, you get faced with that knowledge and you've got to readdress it.
1: Yeah. And I think it brings in, doesn't it? I mean, I think in life, as yet again, one of the six human needs, the first one, the need for certainty. Is it fair to say that, you know, as humans, we kind of and I'm generalizing here, but we look for that certainty in our life. You know, we make statements that we cling to and they're absolute. You know, that's one. You cannot give what you do not have. Um, From a personal point of view, Cathy. I would definitely challenge that. And Mm -hmm. I know from the private conversations that you and I have shared over over the last year, nearly almost the last 12 months, that um, I know that you would also kind of uh, disagree with it. Because there's times, isn't there, particularly where our young are concerned, that we give far more. We give things that actually, whether that's finance, emotion, we're not in a position to give on paper. It's interesting how we find that resource from somewhere, though, isn't it?
0: Yes, totally. I totally agree with that. Mm. Um, You know, with my experience, which, you know, I had a time when I was a single mum for 10 years with two small children in a country with no family here, you know, working two jobs. And uh, my time was very challenging in the way that I couldn't think. Of, um, I don't know, I couldn't think of of, um, of myself in search. It was just my children first. My children came first. You know, they were the reason I woke up. They were the reason I was going to work. They were, everything was for my children. Mm. Um, so you just, yeah, you just, so you can, you can give what you haven't got. You know, I had so much love for them. I didn't especially have much for myself. Um, I had so much compassion for them, uh, which again probably didn't have much for myself either. Uh, one thing I kept hold of all that time that kept me going um, was self-respect. Funny enough, so mm. even though it wasn't a form, it might have been. You know, you might think it's a form of self-love. I'm not sure it was, but I had to keep hang the hang of self-respect. Uh, which basically was on a daily basis, you know, making sure I was getting up, going to work, getting ready, put my face on, uh, which what it was like a discipline really, uh, and giving you know values to my children, showing them what mattered in life, also
1: the yeah. important
0: things and what didn't matter. Mm. Um, so yeah, so you, you just find resources to just survive, really.
1: Yeah. What uh, what I'm hearing Catty say there, listeners, and as I say, I have the benefit of having having had many, many beautiful, um, sensitive, heart, um, heart-centered conversations with Catty. But what she's saying there is she had a sense of purpose. She had a sense of purpose, a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And, you know, I've shared many times my own with my alcohol addiction that spanned Many, many, many years. I had a reason to get out of bed and it was for my next drink. Now, you know, people say, well, that was not a really powerful, self-empowering reason. Well, it was powerful, but it certainly wasn't self-empowering. Um, and what Catty's referring to there is her purpose was for her two boys. So, you know, very powerful, but kind of, if I can use the word katie neglected yourself a little bit in that process. And we do that as humans, don't we? Generally,
0: you prioritize. You know, yeah. I was an important person then. It was my children. They were, you know, innocent children. They didn't, you know, they weren't born in in the life. I put them in. Really, uh, that that was that's what way it was. And we had to deal with it the best we could. So
1: mm.
0: you know, I know now that only now, after you know, my children are now twenty-four and twenty-one. And we've had many conversations in the last two, three years when you know the world slowed down. Um, that I've done the best with what I have and what I've done the best uh with what I have, what I had at the time to bring them up. And they're very um thankful for it as well. And the fact that all those doubts I had, but you know, you just want to be the best mom for your children. And you you've always got those doubts, you know the fact that I was in a Iran family in different countries for different reasons, I couldn't go back home in a way that, you know, their dad was still on the scene and I, could, I didn't want to put the children with no dad around. Um, so I don't know, I just, there's so many things, you, you just criticize yourself, how you could do better all the time. Mm. But you know what, talking to them, I actually didn't. I know now I did more than enough, and and they're happy and they, you know, they're very balanced, well balanced children, considerate, compassionate. And for me, that was the main thing. Um, and the education, obviously, was very important. Um, and yes, and they're doing very well. So I'm pleased to, to know. So, <laughs> um, yes, so it's, it's, you, you do your best in the circumstances you're in. And that's all you can ask of yourself, really.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So going back to this thing about soulful leaders, Katty, two words, but what does it really mean? As you say, you've been part of a journey that we've been doing with the course on that. And um, but more importantly, I mean, what does it really mean to be a soulful leader? And is it just as simple? And I offer this as a, a suggestion, not as, as a statement, but is it really just as simple as acting from the heart, acting from the soul, you know, being compassionate towards uh, not just human, fellow human beings, but all beings, you know, be that fauna, flora, be it whatever, because that becomes then a reflection of who we are. And so we change that and we really do start to give from inside. And we do start to give from things that we have got, rather than challenging that initial statement, you cannot give what you do not have. But by being a soulful leader and raising that awareness around what that entails, now we're in a position to give what we do have. And so we come from a completely different place. Does that all make sense, Katy?
0: Yes, it does. It does. And obviously, with the coaching I have, I've had, you know, from you the last year, um, I don't know, You just, I think you need to do some healing to be on that path to be able to help others in that way
1: Mm.
0: you know not just my children no uh, but to help others i think for certain situations certain people maybe a lot of people you know we're all here we all struggle in life i Mm. think there's a healing process first to do to understand um i don't know the the deep deeper deeper feelings inside and um and deeper turmoil maybe you know that you're living with on a daily basis that makes you do the things that you know you understand better why you're doing them uh, and maybe what you should you know you shouldn't and mm. um, Bene- you know people overeating sometimes all those type of things there's always a reason underneath
1: yes i think yeah
0: um, that- so it's understanding it's, it's more understanding exactly you know the deeper self really
1: yeah, and I think it was Dr. Stephen Covey who coined the phrase, the best way to learn is to teach. I think that's a great phrase, isn't it? The best way to learn is to teach. And to bring that in the context, Cathy, of what you said around, you know, your own healing journey, I mean, what better way you know, to kind of feed two birds with one piece of bread, so to speak? So what do I mean by that, listeners? Well, as we go on our learning journey, And our healing journey, isn't it great that we're not only healing ourselves, but by focusing on others, we're also helping those as well, others as well. So, surely, because I know somebody challenged me, Katty, a long time ago to say, well, you shouldn't really use other people for your own healing. I don't see it as using other people. I think if you can do good, and yes, it's touching on your need for significance, as it was with mine for many years. Then what's mm-hmm. the harm in that? Because you know, two souls are benefiting then rather than just one. Any thoughts around any of that, Cathy?
0: Yes, exactly. And we're all on a journey. You know, it's, it doesn't just stop. Learning never stops, <laughs> doesn't it?
1: No,
0: it just keeps going, going. So if you think uh, you know, you've got to wait until you've learned everything before you can teach somebody. something. It's that's. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you see it sits very well with <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, me. we're all on that self-discovery journey that doesn't stop until our last breath i would say yeah uh, otherwise it would be a very dull life to live yeah
1: um,
0: and that's the beauty of it you know you can start at any age which i've discovered <laughs> um but just if you haven't had if you haven't found that fulfillment in your life that fulfillment when you feel um when you actually do the six, you know, you, you all have your six human needs as you you know, you talked about. Um, but that fulfillment, when you feel at peace, you feel, you feel happy in yourself. You know, again, what is happiness? You know, it's so different things for different people. But for me, um, I don't know, I just feel that it's probably, you know, you're content with your life, you're at peace. Uh, you thought as well. Obviously, is that and, and it's just to basically live, live with your values. You know, live, um, live an intentional life. I would say, you know, you live your life with intention. Mm. So different. You know, if you have different values, try to live your life with the values that you know you cherish the most. Um, so you know, with the soulful leaders. We all want to help, we all want to make the planet, you know, a better place, you know, leave the place. If you meet somebody, you want to to leave, to leave them feeling better about themselves. Um, mm. So if that's what you feel, that's what makes you happy, just do something every day or every week, you know, you like to, to basically live by your values.
1: Yeah, what's your thoughts, Catty, around, and I know yet again listeners, Catty and I have had these conversations privately. Catty, um, what's your thoughts around this word vulnerability? Because when we go on this voyage of discovery, is it fair to say that it can leave us quite open and quite vulnerable?
0: Yes, definitely. Um, it's funny how vulnerability we think it's a weakness don't we mm. um, and for many years you know i would go to work i wouldn't i'm a very private person so i wouldn't especially talk to people about my life or my thought my inner thoughts or um you know funny enough i did that when i was a teenager with one of my best friends I, you know no, nothing could stop us talking about any subject but as you get older you don't want i don't know i don't know if it's the worried to get hurt or to be judged or, um, you know, you got to find a person you can do that with, you know, be very vulnerable. you got to feel comfortable. It's not always an easy place to be because you feel very exposed when you're vulnerable. Mm. But there is healing in vulnerability.
1: <laughs> the, yeah, absolutely. And certainly, you know, as part of my own, um, and obviously we won't go into any kind of detail, Katty, but I think it's fair to say in our journey, our coaching journey that you've alluded to, that, uh, well, I'll ask the question rather than presume the answer. Have I at times made you feel vulnerable, from, but coming from that place of love and compassion and support for growth? I mean, is that, a, yeah, is, is is that a fair sort of uh, question to ask? Yes, Um
0: the thing is it wasn't always easy to do it but again you know when you did it and when I open myself that's that's where the healing starts and you don't especially really know at the time until things come up how much you're holding back I know how much you're holding inside you I yeah. know um, and that's obviously very unhealthy to keep all those toxic thought or you know feelings it's not specially thought I didn't even know I had you know I was living with them mm. so it just yes so you need to go there with the you know with the person you feel it is and you know I wouldn't have done that with many people I think so you, you know you've got to be in the right environment to do that um where you know yes
1: it's it's taking that leap of faith with someone Catty, isn't it um you know that someone whoever that may be and saying do you know because it's actually not about that other person it's about the individual isn't it to say do you know what and i often use the analogy of walking up, up into a 10 meter diving board and standing on the top of that 10 meter board Looking down at everybody's planted real fear with you and say, "Oh, you don't want to jump in there in that pool. It's freezing cold. You really don't want to do that." And that's the outside world and our, and ourselves kind of putting ourselves in a in a in a glass bowl, isn't it? And you know all this expectation and all these beliefs and all this fear-driven energy we create. And then when somebody gently and lovingly just pushes you off the end or encourages you to take the step off the end, let me rephrase that. Um, and then when you land in that pool, you find out actually the pool wasn't cold at all. That's just fear being built up. And then when you land in the pool, it's one of those, actually, what was all the fuss about? Why did I build all this up in my mind? You know, and this conditioning. Um shouldn't do this shouldn't do that that's not normal you know well that's all a part of our, our own mind conditioning isn't it and and so you know to go on that voyage of discovery and i use at the risk of splitting metaphors listeners i call it taking pebbles out of shoes because we walk round through life cat isn't this true almost like painfully but we've got pebbles in our shoes and it's very, very uncomfortable, but we kind of tolerate it and we we appease ourselves with statements like, ah, but better the devil, you know, it'll be okay tomorrow. It'll be okay the day after. I mean, we do that as humans, don't we?
0: We do all the time. We do all the time. I felt <laughs> that made me laugh because I felt when uh, you described the analogy with the diving board, it's basically me on the podcast today. Um, yes because I've been dreading that podcast. <laughs> from, <laughs> from <almost. laughs> and, um, you know, I mean, now that's fine. I'll see how I feel afterwards, but I think it's that, you know, again, that vulnerability when you talk about, it. and, you know, it's opening yourself to, it's like, you a you know, thought to, you know, to people out there, to the way you're thinking, the way you're talking and, you know, being exposed and, um, and open to judgment and you know all that and you know i'm trying with the training and you know obviously i'm working on myself still <laughs> so i do understand how it works it's basically try to calm that voice inside just you know insecure catty get up the door go for a break because i'm on the podcast now so it's just trying to um to manage those inner thought which you know uh, is the only thought I mean, not the reality that's just a perspective that you basically um, get that perspective and belief and it's a belief that you have now and you stuck with. So it's it's to work on yourself, try to get, to understand where that comes from and not to stay with it because it does stop you doing things and it's very, very annoying, you know. Um, You know, there was something I heard before, uh, I think it was this week on a podcast, I was listening and it was saying, you know, the greatest prison is the prison you create inside your mind
1: absolutely
0: it kind of stops you you know in your growth really so i'm here today because i know i've got to grow and i know it's a part of my development and what i want to do as well and so yeah so sometimes you got to push yourself a little bit you know where it's not comfortable to do it but you know it's something that you should do for your own benefit and your growth in the journey you you know you want to take um so yes
1: Yeah. What's interesting about this, listeners, I mean, Cathy really with her admission about, oh, dreading coming on the podcast has made herself very, very vulnerable, but she's pushed through that. But interesting as well also on the comment of, oh, I'll reflect upon it afterwards, because that's yeah. where the mind will step in and say, ah, you know what, Katy, you should have, you would have, you could have said this, done that, blah, blah, blah. And that's where we have to be very careful listeners about you know because we're in this moment and we're saying what we're saying and we and we're dancing the way that we're dancing and yes it might be a bit i don't know i mean even on the technical side it might be that the internet's kind of you know a bit wobbly or you know we're not quite sure and you know even as the host and as many podcast episodes as i've done you know i still get my words mixed up and but it doesn't matter but the mind bully can actually put us back in that as you say that prison that goldfish bowl to say yeah but <laughs> see i told you you shouldn't have done the podcast what, what do you want to go on that podcast for <laughs> who do you think you are girl you know and all this nonsense this self-talk that yeah and by the way don't even think about the 10 meter dive ball because you know you don't like water and you certainly don't like cold water and by the way that water's freezing so don't bother, girl. Just stay as you are. Better the devil you know. I mean, that, you know, is the simple truth, isn't it, that kind of constrains us as humans? Or is it? Oh, have I got it wrong, Cathy? Have I got it wrong? No,
0: it, that's, that's what it is, isn't it? And the thing is, we can learn as much as we, you know, we want and read things about it. And you know it's there. You know you're living with it. But it's not something, you know, it's not just a one hit oh yeah here we go I know about it that's going to just go it's just a work you've got to do on yourself it's just a work you've got to work on yourself constantly with with things you know it's a bit like your health is the same you know uh, you want a healthy body you've got to work at it on a daily basis it's not just um, yes I think your mind and your health is exactly the same you know we've got to take care of, of both of them in certain ways but on a daily basis Mm. Um, and it's pushing yourself a tiny bit all the time just to be a better version of yourself you know at the end of the day I know my values I know what person I am but there's another version of you know better me out there and you you just got to try to keep reaching for that person because you know you can be so you know being out of your comfort zone is definitely one of the hardest things to do, I think, when you have a problem with that. Um, because definitely not easy. But, you know, what's the best option? Staying stuck and staying where I am when I'm not moving and I don't want to be there. So, yeah, mm. so you've got to kind of push yourself a bit further.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a, I forget who coined the phrase, do one thing every day that scares you. I mean, I'm not saying to the point or it's like me to say one thing or the other, but I kind of see the lot is it, Brian Tracy, um, eat the frog, eat the frog in the morning. I mean, a bit of a I don't know if I kinda I get the I get what he's trying to say. You know, the things that you don't want to do are the things that inverted commas you must do because you know you'll stay trapped there. So it's about you know, doing that one thing, when we say scare, I mean, that's a very subjective term, what does scare mean? Well, we don't want to be overwhelmed and paralyzed by fear. But as you quite rightly allude to, Catty, by staying in the same old, same old, same old, we actually become the same old, same old, same old. So I think it's having that confidant, that friend, actually, it's more than a friend, but that confidant, that deep confidant that, you know, and I think in life, we all need uh, I'm mindful of that word need, but that one person, and that's not necessarily our, our partner. That can be outside of our most deeply intimate relationship, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's somebody to say, "I just need to share this with you." Um, but on a more general note, you know, addressing that fear, I found in my own life is addressed by the antidote of love. In fact, to call it an antidote, love is actually it doesn't do it justice because isn't it true catty and you spoke very poignantly earlier on about you know a mother's love in terms of you know your two boys Mm -hmm. um you know irrespective whatever the capacity is whatever the label is you know uh, parenthood romantic love surely that that love is the thing that really does make this world go around in whatever form, how we perceive it, how we want to label it, because we're a world without love. There's no world at all, is it?
0: No, it's not. Love definitely keeps my world going, you know, with the love I have around me. Hmm. Um, and I'm going as far as saying, you know, without my children, I don't know if I actually would be here today. Uh, you know they kept me going and yes it, it just the love does keep you going um, and but then you've got to learn about self-love you know also mm. which that is important because I think with that self love which I've never find that peace that inner peace I have now and I think it's because I've learned about self-love and I'm practicing it more and more you know um and i think that comes from that as well and without that self-love or understanding that you know you did the best of what you you know what you had um it's it's very hard no it's just um it'd be hard to find happiness eventually so you need that peace in you yeah absolutely
1: absolutely as we as we come towards an end, Catty, and I'm really kind of appreciating because, like I say, listeners, I have the benefit and the pleasure of knowing this beautiful soul, Katty. And, and believe me, she really is a beautiful soul. As as her two children are, as her fiance is, amazing, beautiful people, and I'm I'm so so honoured. And you know that's a word that's kind of thrown around. I call it a confetti word that, you know, oh, it's honoured, I'm honoured or authentic and words like that, but please believe me when I speak from my heart and say, you know, it really is an honour to to know katty to to work with her closely because the authenticity, the love, the compassion, the sincerity, the vulnerability, we we could play with words all day long, just an absolutely beautiful soul. Um, I'm going to ask you one big question, Cathy, to finish off with, but before I do... Um, yeah. How can people reach out to you? Find out more about the uh, the business that you're getting off the ground, the work that you aspire to do as you move into a new chapter of your life. What's what's your best contact details?
0: Um. Well, with um, what I'm doing now, I'm basically turning uh intention to nutrition and you know i'm a new student <laughs> again and i'm learning a lot about nutrition and therapy you know, nutritional therapy which is so interesting and which I actually love to bid so you know i find my calling let's put it to that um but also with the life coaching you know you can help people through your life experience which you know you, you mentioned that many times which i do believe now um so to reach me up, we basically got a business off the ground. just starting. Uh, I've got an Instagram page only at the moment. The website's on the way, on the go. And it's called This Is How. So how for health or for others, W for wealth. Um, and it's basically uh, a page that I'm trying to be able to help people. Uh, you know, you, you'll find some healthy recipes on there. You'll find some... Uh, some advice maybe or some info you know you'd want to learn it's all about um it's all about helping other people really um so yes you can go on the page on this is how on there if you want to send a message on on there uh, it's fine um and i will do a facebook group eventually um but that will be later on
1: Superb, and as ever, listeners, those contact details will be in the show notes. So, the big question, Katty, the big yeah. question you've alluded to, and obviously, I've known this anyway because we've spoke about it off air, but you've alluded to this kind of uh, even in this you know, this uh, conversation just now. Um, oh you 're going to think about it afterwards, and you know your mind'll be going ten to the dozen and would have should have could have said this blah blah blah, <laughs> and all that fear driven stuff. I want to sort of leave that catty and blow that right out the water so let 's finish on a real high, and yeah. you tell us something now that actually you are you answer your own dilemma around that because you know that if you 're not careful. All this mind bully is, stuff is going to come into play. So what would you say to a person that's saying to you, Cathy, I've got X or Y or Z and you know, I can't stop thinking about it and it's bullying me and it's dominating me. What would you say to them, Cathy, irrespective of what the situation was? I would say to find
0: self-compassion. Compassion, I think, is the word where, you know, talk to yourself like, Because very often with the worst critic to ourselves, we wouldn't speak like that to anybody else, our friend, our children, anybody. Hmm. So it's basically to speak kindly to yourself and find that that compassion that you have, you know, deep in you Um, for yourself. That would be my advice.
1: So when those moments of doubt are going to creep in, Cathy, just remember what you've just told our listeners, will you? (laughs)
0: I don't know if it's doubt. I think it's more like reflecting. Was it as bad as I thought it would be? Wish you told me that, you know, from the word go, really. Um, so yeah. So I reflect on that bit rather than you know, the other negative thoughts.
1: Okay. Well, let's let's capture that now in the moment because it's in the moment that really matters. The stuff yes. that happened yesterday is gone. It's past, and what may happen tomorrow is just a figment. So that's mm-hmm. that's just kind of you know something in the mind. But what is real within our perception of reality is here and now, this moment. So let me capture Katty in this moment now. Never mind what you might be thinking in an hour, tomorrow, next week. How do you feel around having done this podcast podcast episode now? Um, yes, it's not
0: as bad as I thought it might be.
1: I rest um, my I'm case. smiling,
0: so look, it can't be that bad, I'm smiling, you haven't made me cry, so that's a good thing, um, that's a joke, but um, yes, it's not, I think we build up, we build up stories in our head, and that's the thing, isn't it, before, mm. and then, I mean, I, I've got to say, my heart was beating hard at the beginning, you know, trying to control that, but yeah. I got more into the flow, and I'm, you know, by the end, you kind of, well, the middle, or whatever, when that is, you're just yourself, just got yep. to be yourself. You know, you, you, can't, you can't hide that and you shouldn't hide it. Um, yep. So I've just been myself, no matter... And I mustn't care too much what people think of me, really, I suppose. Um, because that's, that's who I am. I can't hide that.
1: Absolutely. And that's a great message to finish on, Katy. Once again, my immense gratitude for... As, as I know you do, as you always do, you play full out, you're vulnerable, you're out there you know, your heart does the talking. And, and for me, listeners, that is the essence of a soulful leader. And i leave you with that thought. Catty, thank you so much. Oh,
0: Thank you, Paul. Thank you.
1: <laughs> and all that remains now, listeners, uh, on that very soulful note is to sign off the way I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?